Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Strategy with Jason. Today, I get to talk about anything and everything Digital Dealer Tampa, and I have the one, the only, the oh-so-famous Miss Carrie Wise in the house. Carrie, what's up? Hi, I'm so glad to be back on the show. I'm glad to have you. Actually, I'm glad to see you in person. I feel like, you know, like I, I'm so excited to see you in a couple of weeks. Um, actually, I, I'll be honest. I'm just actually excited to go to Florida. You know, yesterday we had Thanks. snow. Um, there was snow came down. It's all melted. But still, we it was snowing yesterday. So I'm like, I, I'm really looking forward to warm weather. You know, they make fun of us, California. There's a lot of knocks politically on us and all that. But, you know, like our weather, I'm just saying. Come on, right? I know, right? You see that sunshine coming in? 100%. That's like 364 days a year. Okay, thanks, Carrie. Well, Carrie, we're, we're going to talk about digital deal. And look, I'm excited. Actually, I, you know what? I really like digital dealer because um, I think out of all, you know, we both do the circuits, right? So I think of all the conferences out there, I do really appreciate how they, they, they kind of combined, you know, vendors and dealers in, in multiple sessions, multiple speaking opportunities. So you really kind of get to hear from both people, you know, from the vendor and from the dealer. And, you know, I think they really do kind of push their speakers and their and the people that are doing the workshops and the sessions to make sure that the people are walking away with like an actual roadmap of what to do and stuff. So uh, we are going to get into your session in a little more detail. But before we do that, you know, I love kicking off all these conversations with an origin story, honestly, because I'm always fascinated. But Carrie, how did you get started in this crazy little world we call the automotive industry? Well, I fell into it just like all of us did. I don't think anybody, uh, you know, went to college or and from high school said, I'm joining the automotive industry. Well, I fell into it. And uh, it started at J.D. Power and Associates. I was uh, went to college and uh, one of the adjunct professors in our graduate program was a man <laughs> named Dave Power, who is a.k.a. J.D. Power oh my gosh. himself, who did it as a labor of love to, to teach a marketing research class at my college. And so... Uh, someone whispered in my ear and said, you know, apply for an internship at JD Power because you'll get a job there. We have, we're connected. And I, I did, I got an internship. I worked on the Honda sales and service tracking study. This is kind of like the CSI study for Honda and Acura. And that was kind of my first stop in automotive in working on studies in the automotive department. Um, went on to uh, work in consulting, which really took the marketing research to a deeper level, doing mm -hmm. mystery shots for dealers, doing uh, focus groups for dealers, eventually went into sales at JD Power. Uh, and then I left to the tech side of the business, working at Edmonds uh, and then working at TrueCar. And mm -hmm. by the time I worked in these companies, I had merged into training running field staffs that worked and went inside the dealerships and helped them, um, you know, improve their, their, their sales skills and their presence on our websites. And then eventually went into marketing for dealers. And uh, it, this last year I transitioned from TrueCar to Autofy, uh, which has been really fun in working in a, you know, digital retailing, a commerce platform where our sole goal is really to help dealers sell better and, you know, for the first time in my career, I'm not working at a company that kind of sits between the, the consumer and the dealer. My sole purpose is really enabling the dealer. And so it's been really fun um, making that transition and digging deeper with automotive dealers as it, uh, as it relates to digital commerce. Well, and, you know, the cool thing is, is, is I love this new operational tech and I call it operation technology. 
you know, because I think there's many different things out there, many different systems, new systems are coming out that really drive home, you know, that operational value, but it puts the customer at the center of it. And I'm, you know, we, I think, Carrie, you know, we both kind of saw this shift happen, you know, probably in the last three to five years, but obviously in the last 24 months, it just catapulted in such a big way. And there's one side of me that's really excited, and there's another side of me I'm like going, God, I really hope we keep the snowball of change going. You know, yes. I don't want to see this stop, man. Like, we're we're there, we're there. We're, you know, it's like, you know, you know what I think? So, I know, I go squirrel sometimes. But, you know, no. um, <laughs> like, you remember when live chat came out, right? You know, mm-hmm. so live chat came out 15 years ago, you know, and I was like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. There's going to be a button on my website, and someone's going to click on it, and they're going to have meaningful conversation with my sales team. And then when they come in, it's not going to be three hours. It's going to be a half an hour. This is going to be amazing. And then as an industry, we messed it up. We turned it into a lead generation product, yes. you know, not, not, not a connection product like we're doing that. And, and, but I see what you guys are doing, AutoFI, and I know it's all the customers at the heart of it. It's all about the connection. It was, yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll get off my soapbox yeah, because I know no, I get a You said something this. that I want to touch on for a second because with digital retailing, we have the same challenge that you just brought up with live chat, right? Mm-hmm. In that. If you think about digital retailing as just a widget on your website, that's not digital retailing because the people and the process and how we enable that widget on the website and how we connect to that from a process standpoint is really what drives success. It's not just the widget. And I think in automotive, when it comes to technology, we're so sometimes focused on that technology that we don't focus on how our process is going to maximize the success of that technology. Exactly, a hundred percent. You know what? I know we could do this all day long. Yes. Um, and, make, and I know we'll we'll continue to do more of this at Digital Dealer. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but let's talk a little bit about your session because I think you you picked a really cool topic. Um, you know, if if there were one or two things you know that a dealership should know about your session or kind of going into it, what should they expect? You know, what would be those one or two things? So I think, you know, my topic is going to be three ways to merge your website and your showroom experiences. And it kind of touches on what I was talking about before in that, you know, digital retailing is more than just this widget on your site. It's really about this omni-channel, and I hate that word because it's been overused, (laughs) but kind of merging and streamlining the experiences and connecting the dots. And so really what I'm going to talk about is how do you bring your showroom experience forward on your website? Because customers want to do as much or as little as they want online. And so we have to be willing to enable that on our website. And we also have to be willing to brand that properly. And I'm going to talk about that, that even when we have digital retailing on our site, how are we communicating that in terms of unique value and Mm -hmm. why a customer should go through this experience, how it's going to save them time, how it's going to be more efficient. And so we have to market and brand that. And so that's one part of, what I'm going to talk about is bringing it forward. Um, And then I'm going to talk about the connection and connecting the dots when someone engages on our website and, uh, and then moves to interacting with someone in the store, Mm -hmm. what are the connection points there? And what are the disconnects that we should avoid? Because what we find is the majority of customers start online, they go through the digital retailing experience, but then they're going to abandon that experience. So they interact with someone in the store, your BDC, someone in this sales staff yeah. and the disconnects between those two are oftentimes what are, are the failure points in digital retailing. Yeah. That, that handoff is a tough one, right? You yes. know, it's like, you know, for many, many years, we talked about the handoff from sales to service 
And now, and it's cool because I, it, there's so th- those same conversations are, are very relevant to what we're talking about now. It's the handoff between your digital dealership versus your physical dealership. Right? Absolutely. No. And I think, you know, one of the things I'll, I say is that, you know, we oftentimes think of the website as this extension of the showroom, mm-hmm. like this extra thing that's outside of the showroom, but the showroom is the main way we sell cars, but it's actually the opposite. 100%. Your showroom is an extension of the website because most customers are digital customers. And so the question is, how are your showroom processes and experiences connecting with the promise that you've made on your website in terms of digital and efficiency and transparency? And I think that's a disconnect. The other, the, the third thing that I'm going to talk about is how do we enable digital in your showroom? Meaning that yeah. if we're okay with customers completing an end-to-end experience on the website, then why are we not okay with empowering your sales staff with those same digital tools so that they can be more efficient when they're selling cars in the showroom? But Carrie, and- I, I like my my worksheets. And <laughs> And, and my and, and my penciling the deal with incredibly ugly handwriting that barely anybody could ever read. And you also <laughs> like those bottlenecks at the desk, right? And I'm sure you also like those bottlenecks getting into F and I, right? Oh, yeah. Those those are working for us, right? Uh-huh. No, they're not working for us. Those are the pain points that consumers have been complaining about from the beginning, and that was the purpose in some ways of digital retailing and making this process more efficient, not replacing people but making them more efficient yet we still think about website and showroom as two separate things. And I'm just here to say that they have to, we have to think of them as one sales process. There's no digital retailing. There is retailing and digital just empowers that. And that's what I'm going to be talking about. Oh man. I, you know what? I'm looking forward to it. You know me, I will definitely be front row in some orange. I'm sure I'll be like, Hey Gary, hi. I'll, I'll totally be a fanboy for you. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm excited for, for anybody who's uh, attending it. And what is your session, by the way? Do you remember? Yes. I, I had to look at the date. So it's May 10th at 10.50 a.m. That's the second day of Digital Dealer. So 10.50. 10 There's a couple 50. other sessions going on. I'm sure they'll have some value, but you're going to get a lot of value out of my session. So there choose me, please. There we go. You got to <laughs> come by and, and say hi to Carrie 100%. Yes, hey, for, I would for, love that. for people who would be attending, um, what would be maybe one or two things that you really hope that they extract from the, from the session? I, I think it's really just tactics that we can use on our website mm-hmm. to help sell this digital retailing experience, um, to help enable the showroom experience and bringing it forward on our website. But also, more importantly, how do we specifically arm our sales teams, our sales managers, and our F&I staff in the store? How can we use digital to arm them to enable a better experience, a more efficient experience? So I'm, you know, I haven't shared those actual tactics on this, but I, in, in my session, you're going to get the specific tactics. And what I like to do is not just give you my opinion. Mm-hmm. I like to do two things. One, help you understand the point of view of the consumer and what they want. But more importantly, I'm going to show some actual examples from real dealers that are executing on some of the tactics. Yeah, see, that's uh, and so come, come to my session. That's going to be awesome. Hey, Carrie, for everybody out there watching and listening right now, and maybe like to connect with you, you know, before, before the session, what's the best way to connect with you? 
Yeah, um, my email is always open to everyone, kywise at autofy.com. Uh, and also I'm on LinkedIn all the time. So please connect with me on LinkedIn, send me a message. Uh, would love to connect with you if you're at Digital Dealer as well outside of my session. We'll also have a booth at the uh, conference. So come by and see me at the booth. Awesome. Hey, Carrie, thank you so much for taking the time to jam with me today. This has been a lot of fun. I'm so excited to see you in person in a few weeks. Yes, I am too. I swear there's just going to be so much energy after we've been cooped up for the last couple of years. So. I know, right? Thanks, Carrie. Have you. yourself an amazing day. Yes, absolutely.